Hi, I'm Stacy Hyde and I'm back with another episode of Better Financial Health in 15 Minutes or Less. And today I'd like to talk about recession. It's a word that has been bannered about a lot in the media, a lot of fears about whether we're going to have one, whether we've already entered one. And I wanted to talk a little bit about what is the definition of a recession. However, if you Google it, you will find out that a recession is a bit like pornography. It's really hard to define, but you tend to know it when you see it. And with recessions, particularly in uh, retrospect, they're mostly the, the definitive beginning dates and end dates are not defined until after we've passed through it, which makes it even more difficult. And a recession, kind of in the most nutshell way possible, is two declining quarters of gross domestic product. Well, okay, Stacy, what in the world does that mean? Gross domestic product is the output of the economy. What are the goods and services that have been produced and consumed? What have we put out there? And so if you have a healthy economy, it should be growing and so if you have two quarters or more where it's actually contracted, that's a bad thing. But we also have to remember that recessions are a natural part of the business cycle. There are growth periods, there's sort of peak where everything sort of levels out and life is really good. And then you have where it starts slowing down. And then you have this trough where companies are retrenching. And one of the key things that brings up a lot of questions about recession this time is one of the key hallmarks of a recession is rising unemployment, falling wages. Well, we're actually seeing the opposite of that right now. There are still many more jobs available than there are people to fill them. So that's actually a good sign. But then you also start to see cracks in the overall economy, one of which is um, higher delinquencies and loans, people not able to pay their bills. That actually is one of the things that makes rising rates so bad because people that have floating rate debt, whether it be um, a floating rate mortgage, but more often it's consumer debt such as credit cards and if, or home equity lines where those rates go up as interest rates go up so those payments get bigger, and oftentimes their rate of pay is not able to keep up with that. And so there have been some um, reports that um, delinquencies and lower quality car loans have gone up. Um, and I think part of that is just the cost of cars has gone up because there aren't as many used cars out there and there's been trouble getting um, computer chips for some of the new cars that are basically made, but they can't be sold or people are having to take them without options that they've come to expect. So that's put a squeeze on some of it. So that that's definitely out there, but employment overall is still very healthy and that doesn't point to a recession. The other thing that is could potentially point to recession is home buying and the health of the um, home marketplace drives so much demand in this country. And if you think about it, if you've ever bought a home or even just moved into a new apartment, you oftentimes go shopping and you're buying sheets and towels and t 
TVs and and a plan if you bought a house appliances and you're doing stuff in your yard and you're buying a lawnmower well that stuff adds up and it's pretty expensive and so that type of consumer demand drives the economy and if we have a slowdown in home building home buying that will also serve to kind of slow down the economy what's happening with what the federal reserve is doing right now they are absolutely trying to slow down the economy because this level of asset price inflation, you know, houses going up, it's it's getting and causing affordability issues. So what they're trying to do is raise rates to give basically the economy, the supply chain, the ability to come back and get some of that supply online so that these higher prices don't get to become expected. You know, th this rate of inflation is something we haven't seen in years. And so we don't want to expect that because then if people start demanding 10, 20% raises, well, the only way for a company to recoup that is to pass along higher prices and that becomes a, a vicious spiral. And so what we wanna do and what the government's trying to do is just sort of slow everything down right now so that we can have the opportunity to let the economy and the supply chain catch up to what people need on a day-to-day -day basis. And so, and also we do have a carryover of less housing supply than what you would expect historically based on, um, population growth. And part of that was because a lot of banks after the financial crisis really pulled back on their lending standards, both to home builders and also to homeowners. Um, the upside to that going forward is that when you look at the loans that people have, have gotten, the average credit score is very strong. They generally had more money down and they're less likely to go to foreclosure. So we're not seeing the, you know, potential for huge falls in home prices, which can be devastating to the economy because most people's biggest asset is their home. And so as we move forward in that, um, yes, we hopefully will see, and we're already seeing kind of a cooling of the real estate market, but I, I don't think we're gonna see that crash level because for the most part people did not get overextended there is some talk about you know people that weren't buying these as a business loan to do them on vrbo and airbnb if that slows down then yes that there's the potential for those in those markets but for your just regular people buying a house to live in i, th I think that you know the value should stay pretty steady there was actually a conversation on Twitter yesterday talking about prices in Austin, Texas. Um, and I don't know if you're familiar with that, but it's certainly real estate there is insane. It might be the best um, way to do it. And, you know, they're saying there's a lot more supply out there, but more companies have announced that they're moving. And as those people move in, those homes will get absorbed. Um, Tesla being, uh, you know, moving a big production plant there. So that's a lot of people moving to that area. And 
so to go back to what we talked about, what is a recession? They are scary. They can be very painful. Um, I very much hope that we don't get into a full-blown recession. I think there will be some slowing and we will only truly know whether we have entered a recession in retrospect. Um, and we will pay attention. We're about to have a big earnings season kick off. And so that companies are gonna be reporting their second quarter earnings. And we'll certainly look at that. Um, we aren't expecting the growth that we've had over the last couple of years because growing over a pandemic related um, earnings wasn't hard to show big growth. So we need to keep that in mind too. If you hear these um, people, I call it the financial pornography networks that are just yelling at you a lot, trying to get you to panic or make decisions or buy some particular thing they're selling, they're gonna talk about how earnings growth is down. But what you wanna look at, are they still making profits and are they still employing the same number or more people? And if that's the case, a slowdown in the rate of growth is nothing to be too terribly worried about. It's actually to be expected because you, you know, growing 20% off of $100 is very different than growing it. So growing 20% off $100, well, that's $20. Growing 10% off $1,000, that's $100. It's still more earnings, but the percentage earnings growth is down. So you need to be a discerning listener or just call it all noise and go about your day. Have a great day. This is Stacy Hyde, and this has been another episode of Better Financial Health in 15 Minutes or Less.